First round, make it count, toss it out, stir up the crowd. Second round, throw it down, knock them out, time to get loud. It's the Two Beer Podcast time. Bienvenidos a Dobre Den, and welcome back to your favorite weekly podcast, the pod of the every band. The Two Beers Podcast, Jordan and Drew, coming at you here, Thanksgiving Eve, uh, on our episode 111. It's 111th birthday, as Bilbo Baggins once said. Drew, how you doing this week? Beautiful, baby. Beautiful. Getting, what are we, less than 20, or, yeah, about 21 hours away from the University of Seton Hall, upsetting Penny Hardaway's Memphis Tigers. Oh man! Gonna be a good, gonna be a good turkey day. Love it. My favorite, uh, my favorite food holiday. Oh, for sure. Yeah, nothing. I don't care. Nothing beats a a good, uh, good bowl of stuffing. But oh, like, love it. Re- but like regular stuffing, not this like weirdo shit with like apples and cranberries and just nonsense that doesn't. With belong. you, a hundred percent. Yeah, like just we do a little bit of sausage. I'm I'm up for a little bit of sausage in there. That's I love that. That's, that's what Ghost Prom Date said. So that works for me. Just a little sausage. That's um, boom, boom. Before we get to the niceties, um, what do you what are you doing for? You go to your your in laws. You see your mama. What do you do? Uh, I actually a little still bit of both. I still don't know what what I'm doing. I need to ask somebody. <laughs> <laughs> I we uh we 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 and my lady friend were um for months we were planning on going to Orlando for the Seton Hall Memphis game because it's in Disney. So you know, as Disney people. It was just an easy decision, but the flights are just just insane. To fly to Orlando, I'm like, like I have a limit of wasting money. Like I'll, you know, I'll waste money like it's nobody's business. But like, to fly to Orlando, yeah, like almost a thousand bucks each. Nah, can't. Jeez, can't. you waited too long. I mean, we looked at it, we looked at it four and a half months ago. Is that too? Oh. Is that is that not is that not uh not enough time? I I, I don't know. I, I get cr- I, I, I know Christmas like flights are expensive because people are flying home for that but like Thanksgiving or like that many people traveling for Thanksgiving that's a great question I don't know. I, I don't know I'm, I'm disappointed I really wanted to go because that would have been pretty cool to uh to check out the tournaments and then uh you know go ride Space Mountain and you know do a little Space Mountain riding on my own I think you're talking about drugs but what about you um, uh, old ladies doing a little turkey trot, you know, in the AM, and then we're gonna go see the in-laws and and my family. And uh, better they uh, eat they, twice. They, they better make sure those porta potties are locked. That's right. Shana's body's getting so toned. <laughs> um, all right, yeah. I uh, but we fry our turkey at my in-laws, so I'm 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 super Ooh. pumped about that. Is that uh, is that your brother-in-law who does that? I, yeah, yeah, he does. Me, me, I do it sometimes. Sometimes I, I we start before. You know, it just kind of depends. Yeah, I had a fried one once. Eh, eh, eh. Big fan, big fan. Yeah, I was, I was all right. I don't know. It, it was, it was interesting. I'll, I'll leave it at that. Yeah, no, but like I could do without turkey altogether. Like just give me, you know, two bowls of stuffing and I'm happy. <laughs> nice. <laughs> so maybe, maybe slide a mashed potato, a little mashed potato in there, but. Actually, I, I like. I'm, I'm more of a sweet potato guy now. So I get that. not like not like our buddy Mikey who eats like sweet potatoes six times a day and like that's it. But like you know, occasionally I'll, I'll take the sweet potato. 
You're my sweet potato. I know. Don't you forget it. On that note, let's assume positions for the world-famous Tuberu salute. Three, two, one. Beep! No? No good? We sticking it? We're dropping it? No? Beep! Uh, it's good. Mm. I have um, from a Six Seasons Brewery uh, here. It's uh, the Hob- Hobgobbler. Ooh. Pale Ale. Um, and if you believe that, then I, I got a bridge to sell you. But um, do you, I well I I mean, you 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 and your brother find some weird ass things there. So I, I is it not called the Hobgobbler? Sure. <laughs> you had me fooled. What are you drinking? Uh, well, in honor of the Walking Dead series finale, I have a triple bottom brewing country bubbles that has a picture of the Philadelphia city skyline on it. Okay. Pretty tasty. Pretty tasty. Not not so bad. Uh, Listen, what kind, before, wait, what kind of beer is it? It's a. Uh, oh. Is it? I guess it's an IPA. I don't know. <laughs> I guess it's. I think it's. I mean, if it's not a Miller Lite, it's an IPA for me. So it's an IPA. <laughs> we'll, we'll go. We'll go with that. <laughs> oh, we'll go All with right. that. Hey, before before we get into it, listen. Yeah. You mind if I if I if I if I go off script here? Go for it. I it's come to my attention that I've known you for like twenty years. Is that right? Um. Yeah, uh, not quite, no, because it was 03 when we showed up at school. Yeah, we're getting close, right? I mean... 19, we, right? At least it's 19 years? 19, yeah. September of 03, or September of 23, it would be officially 20. Yeah. yeah. So, like, listen, I, I don't like to see you sad. It makes me sad. Like, I know I, I rib you on here, and, you know, just to get some giggles from the fans, because eventually I'll make it big, and it'll make it easier when I leave you behind. But, uh... You're going through some fantasy blues, man. Your team sucks. <laughs> you've 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 done everything. You've traded every draft pick, and you still suck. But I know, I know. After oh my God. after deliberating, I, I I know what you need to get back on track and yeah, end up winning this title. What's and that? I'm gonna I'm gonna give you this forum to do it for all of our listeners. One time, I'm gonna allow you to do it. What's that? Give us a Shiva blast, and your luck's gonna change. <laughs> Shiva Gamini, come on. <laughs> I, I don't know the name. <laughs> That's pretty close. That's pretty close. I just know Shiva Kamini, and then they just said like a bunch of other syllables. Shiva Kamini Sakra Gran. It's all right. We're coming back. I just wanted to. I just wanted to give you your moment, man, just to turn things around. Big We're day. You're gonna put up put up 300 points this week. Now I can feel it. All right. Enough of the shenanigans. You you and your damn Shiva blasting. Hell yeah. Um, all right. By the way, Shiva blasting, the league. Give it the program if you haven't seen it. Awesome. Um, so good. All right. So boxing this week, Progray Zapata is the only thing. Big there fight. Was nothing. Nothing last week. This week, I mean, I I gotta admit, I, you know, this is 140. It's for the the WBC, WBC title that that uh, Taylor uh, vacated. Josh Taylor had to vacate. Or was stripped or whatever, however it went down. Um, but I, I I haven't seen a lot of Progray. Like he's been on like the, a lot of these like weird like Portobello, the yeah, yeah the mushroom, whatever it is. 
Um, and even this one's on Fight TV, and it's it costs sixty bucks. So not super, but I, I really might get it anyway. Um, but but anyway, Zapata. Uh, both these guys are thirty three. Both southpaws. Yeah. Um, pro grade, pro grade, twenty seven and one, twenty three knockouts, five eight, sixty seven inch reach. Zapata, thirty five and two, twenty seven knockouts, five eight, seventy and a half inch reach. So I mean, they're they're both pretty comparable. Um, from a metric measure or measurables perspective, I like they're similar fighters with in terms of they went a lot by knockout. They got really good knockout power. I just I just think uh, Progre has just a little bit more dynamicness to his art in his in his in his arsenal that I I actually don't think this is gonna be a knockout win for either guy i know a lot of people are saying that i'm with you i don't think it is either i think i think it's i think it's going to the cards and i think that um yeah i i just i maybe we'll get a knockdown here or there from one of these guys yeah. but yeah i just i i don't know i don't i don't know i i lean towards pro because i think he's the more skilled fighter the only the only reason i i'm a little, little hesitant to be super confident about it it's just the fact that Zapata's been more active in in the last three years than Progre because you know Progre he loses uh you know um is that, is that um, actually true yeah he loses he lost a majority decision to Josh Taylor in 2019 he fought once in 2020 once in 2021 once in early 2022 so he fought last time he fought was March 2022 and now he's fighting again I mean Zapata's already Zapata fought. hasn't fought since. The the Crawford in twenty twenty one October of twenty twenty one. Well, he fought twice in twenty twenty, twice in twenty twenty one. So he's at least he, he at least fought twice in each of the subsequent years. So this whole yeah, all right. So he fought once this year. Twice yeah, in the prior enough. years, not subsequent. Come on. Yeah, man. sorry. Yeah, prior years. My bad. Good call. Good call. Keep um, me honest. Keep me keep me honest. Um, um, but the the thing about Zapata is, um. You know, he went. Uh, his last fight was on the undercard of Crawford Porter, October thirtieth, twenty twenty one. He went up against uh, uh, I can't even say his name. Alvarado. Uh, Is that we first? No, no. Jo- I I say Jos Josue Hos J O S U E Josue I think they called it Josue Vargas. Young Vargas. Guy. That's what it was. Yeah. Twenty three years him. old. Embarrassed him. Hurt, hurt him and and KO'd him and and basically broke Vargas. Yeah. Vargas came back and had a unanimous decision versus a crappy guy. And then he faced another crappy guy and that crappy guy knocked him out. Yeah. Um, his, his corner had to throw in the towel. Um, so Zapata, like, I, he's not an easy out. Like this can be. Oh no, fight. no, I I I agree. I, I Zapata Zapata's a really a really tough fighter. And like you said, they're both similar. They're both southpaw. Like they both kind of want to like. They're not great combo punchers. One two three four kind of thing. One two three four. Admire their work. One two three four. Admire their work. Um. But it could be good. Like like if they're if they're throwing combos back to back to back to back. Like it could be a lot of action. Yeah, I just, um, I, I just, or it I, could be them just staring at each other for a while, which <laughs> they both have a tendency to do a little bit of. Yeah, I just, I just think Progray's got a little, a little bit more, um, 
just a little more versatility. I think just like at 140, outside of Josh Taylor, like I think Progray is the only guy that truly gives TFEMO trouble. Uh, yeah. I think he's – because I think all these he, other guys – I think he's a little bit more – active in a little bit higher motor than Zapata. Yeah. And a lot of these other guys, a lot of these other guys at 140, man, they just they just walk right into shot. Like they they just defensively And these guys do too a little bit. They're not like, great. Yeah. Like, eh, that's fair. They kind of walk into shots a little bit too. Um uh, Yeah, I I like I wish it wasn't friggin' $60. Yeah, like on, I don't mind it being a pay-per-view. Like 30 bucks is what this should have been. 30 40 bucks like even like Crawford in a couple weeks is 40 bucks granted he's just f- fighting somebody random but like yeah like for 40 bucks guess what I'm I'm going to buy that Crawford fight like he's one of the best of his era like for 40 bucks like uh, yeah I'll, that's that's 220s you realize like you said like you said leading in like you know how many things I blow money on like my like my wife and kids blow money on like yeah, yeah. you could take my 40 bucks 60 all right, now you're now it's a little bit of a decision, you know, to you know, especially on fight TV, blah blah blah. Like I, a a Canelo pay per view was seventy bucks. Like I yeah. this this being sixty is just come on, let's go, guys, let's you know. But again, it is uh, it, it is what it is. Uh, but you know, I, if I don't get it, I won't I won't be a jackass and illegally stream it. So, um, which I think is just hypocritical of people to do that, but. Neither here nor there. Um, who are you picking? Here, I'll, I'll give the odds. I, I saved them. Um, Zapata's plus 320. Prograde minus 450. So a definite favorite. Probably a little bit wider than it. Yeah, it should. it's wider than I would have had it. Probably a little bit wider, yeah, than I would have had it. Uh, over, under, Drew? Uh... Nine and a half? Ten and a half. Yeah, so they think it's going the distance, too. Minus 135 on the over, plus 105 on the under. So it wouldn't be a huge shocker if it went the under. Yeah, okay. Um, Interesting. Zapata by uh, decision, plus 600. Zapata by stoppage, plus 800. Progray by decision, plus 155. Progray by stoppage, plus 110. Okay. So the most likely scenario of those is pro grade by stoppage, yet the over is more likely. So definitely some mixed signals going on from the betors on that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. That being said, I'll take pro grade on the cards. I- I'll yeah. say that he does drop them once. He does drop Zapata once. Um, and Zapata is crafty enough to survive it. Um. And I will say that it's there. I'd say there are probably many competitive rounds, and it's but it's probably something along the lines of like eight four or eight three or like maybe seven four, some somewhere in there. And I'm yes, I'm not. Yeah, saying I think we'll five, get. I'm saying because the knockdown seven. I seven, I think four. I think we'll get a couple one sixty one twelves and one one fifteen one thirteen unanimous decision. Regis Regis Progray. Yeah, that, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, easy, easy peasy, easy peasy. But that's that's really the only only fight of note this weekend. Yeah, and I guess I guess I'm so jaded from uh, the Crawford Spence that I you know 
I'll toot my horn to the end that I said wasn't happening until it was signed when everyone got excited about it. Uh, I guess Tank and Garcia seems to be 99.999% done, ready for April 2023. I've seen the word signed thrown out there. Have you? Yeah, Steven Espinoza said that. He said it's signed. Signed. Done deal. Yeah, that... Uh, there's been more than one person say sign, but other, right. pe- but other people are not saying sign. So I don't. Yeah, like I, I thought Espinoza um, tweeted out like done deal, credit to those guys, but I haven't seen anyone say there a was contract. a different one that said sign. Oh, I, was, I, I don't know if a contract's been signed. Like what, what would be ridiculous is so so that gets it gets announced, uh, and then directly after that, Davis, which is just brilliant uh <laughs> davis is gonna fight in january against um i always forget his first name what's what's garcia's first name uh hector luis hector luis garcia who upset prospect uh col col uh col colbert chris colbert yeah chris colbert uh you know that was a fight where we hilariously mocked mock colbert because he got absolutely destroyed and instead of going all out the last couple of rounds to try to win the fight, he was just happy to just not get knocked out and was like dancing and celebrating like in the last ten seconds of the fight, which was just embarrassing. Um, and it's yeah, you know, it's him moving up to one. Like I don't hate that fight for Tank, but it's like a guy's moving up for the first time. He's moving up to one thirty-five. Like I, it, whatever. That's just to me. It's just beneath Tank Davis. Good on listen, good on Garcia. The guy took the Colbert fight on. Six days notice as a COVID fill-in, and is taking full advantage of that. So he's gotten he's gonna get two got a got a second day, a good payday the second fight that he had, uh, and then he's gonna get a you know he's gonna get his highest payday here against Tank. So and listen, if he were to do what I don't think is possible and <laughs> knock out Tank, um, man, you know life changing stuff. So guys, guy wasn't afraid to uh, to take a risk and it's paying off for him. So that's the only. To me, the only feel good story of that announcement and uh, Garcia's probably, I don't know. It's been I've I've seen JoJo Diaz thrown around that he could be Ryan Garcia's. I doubt that happens. Uh, it would be hilarious if it does. After losing two fights in a row, now he's gonna fight Ryan Garcia. Um, what's that? Who? JoJo. Fight Garcia. Ryan Garcia is also going to fight in January. Oh really? Yeah, they're both oh, going to fight. That. Yeah, they're both going to fight um, before the their April clash. So it's just they, but they haven't this. They haven't figured out Ryan's opponent yet. But I did see JoJo, which it, yeah, that might that might just be you know because that was a rumored fight for a little while. Um, I just think it would be hilarious that JoJo Diaz has just lost two two two, two straight fights at one thirty five. And he's he'll he's gonna get a Riker fight with Ryan Garcia. It's ridiculous. Um but we'll see. We'll see if that happens. That at least will be free on the zone, I'm sure. Uh I think we talk we I think we both favor Tank, right? Off the bat. Is that is that right? I I do. Yeah, I, I can't remember yeah, if you, yeah, you favor Tank. Yeah. I, I was I was extremely down on Ryan Garcia for a long Not time. Not after his last his la- you you were you you got back on his train a little bit after his last fight. I, I was. I was. Yeah. I was extremely down on him going in and then I was like yeah. much higher on him coming out. And just the fact that he took a lot of steps. He like 
changed trainers, became became a more active fighter in the ring. Um, did you know? Said he, he uh, became the voice of reason in boxing. Like yeah, and is uh, and, kind of randomly, and then like stepped up and got the tank fight signed. Suppose signed? Question mark. Supposedly. Yeah, well, and like, and that's where like where people get mad that some of these guys criticize them. Like the bit, like Gar- when Garcia fought whatever the hell that guy's that I can't even remember what that dude's name was. To go, uh, yeah, to go. Like, yeah, did, what was to go? Just trying to survive and not get knocked out. Sure, absolutely. But there were plenty of opportunities and things that Ryan Garcia could have done to. Get him out of there, like you know what I mean. It wasn't like to go was this. He wasn't. He wasn't. He wasn't Guillermo Rigondeau to where you know he he was just completely untouchable and unstoppable to get out of the fight. Like Garcia just didn't use his jab. There was just a bunch of stuff that he didn't utilize at all that could have gotten him out, and he got criticized for it. And guess what? He actually did those things against. Um, God, I'm so old now. I can't remember shit. Who's who did it? Who was the 135 guy that he then beat? That JoJo beat, um, his last uh, fight. Yeah, um, I I'm just can't. old and can't remember anything anymore. Yeah, me too. But oh, Tevin, not Tevin Farmer. Jesus, uh, whatever. Um, but yeah, his last fight, he you know gets the guy out of there in seven Fortuna. rounds. Yeah, Fortuna. I gets was gonna it. say Fortuna, and I was like, no, it wasn't <laughs> Fortuna. I tell you, Fortuna. I I can't believe how I used to remember everything and. Ever since that surgery on my thumb, that amnesia, like that, that oh God, not amnesia, anesthesia, that just <laughs> did a did a number on my uh, my long term memory. But anyway, um, you know, he actually used his he used things effectively that he did not use in the to go fight that he clearly worked on, and he put it like that's like that you know getting criticized these guys to get so upset about it. It's just like grow up, Peter Pan. It just like guy like these guys. These are these are guys that have been in the business forever. And like you just think they all have agendas, and you're getting so mad at them. It's like no, like just just listen to them. Like maybe maybe they have a point. Like maybe they actually know something and are just trying to like let you know, hey, you could be doing better, and you could become a star and a champion much quicker if you do these things. It's not like you're trash, blah blah blah. You know, I don't know, whatever. That's just today's athlete, I guess. Um, yeah. Yeah, man. So that's exciting. I mean, that's it's it's gonna be Vegas. I don't know. I'm uh. We'll see. We'll see. It'd be it'd be pretty wild if it was uh if we had like Loma Haney followed by Garcia that might be worth the spending the week in Vegas. Maybe we maybe we uh maybe maybe we get a nice little cottage in Lake Tahoe. That's by Vegas, right? Is it or no? Am I off? Lake Tahoe? Yeah, is that by Vegas? That's in Utah, dude. Is it? Yeah. Is that where that is? Nah, dagger. You think about Reno? Well, Reno, I know. I just I thought Lake Tahoe was uh was around there. Um, they don't pay me to know where things are. Uh, that's fine. As I said, we can uh, we can find a place to stay for the uh, for the week. Maybe maybe we'll hit up the Porterway podcast. See if they uh, uh, wait, see if they... Lake... wait. Now I'm confused. Is Lake Tahoe? Oh, I thought Lake Tahoe was like around like Cali, Vegas, like in that area. Maybe it is. I I thought it was. I I thought it was in. No, there you are, geography shaming me, and you don't even friggin' know. I don't know. Uh, it's it's on the border of California and Nevada. It's out by Reno. Yeah. All right. So yeah. So eat it, and uh, you're gonna you're gonna sleep in the back room in the cottage, and I'm gonna take the the king size bed all to myself. Wait, but where's Vegas? Is it even close? I thought it was. 
Well, I mean, maybe maybe it's not like a Uber drive, but like you know, <laughs> instead of paying for a Vegas a Vegas hotel for a week, we can hang out in Lake Tahoe uh, for a couple of days, and then you know, go out for the fight. It's seven and a half hours away. Yeah, so we'll make we'll make a we'll make a super best friends car mix and drive. Um, I look, I I had us I had us in friggin' Salt Lake City. So what do I care? <laughs> yeah, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. Uh, I'm tempted to I'm tempted to maybe go to DC for the tank fight by myself because Boots is uh, gonna be on the undercard. I mean, he's not gonna he's not gonna be fighting anyone any good because. Apparently, Boots. I, I, this is another thing I love about boxing. Like Boots needs to wait his turn. Like he doesn't. Boots can't be rushed into getting in a fight with Errol Spence because Spence deserves to do what he wants to do. Remember that was funny how like Loma that what that didn't apply and like he should fight all his mandatories like Devin and not go for the Tia fight. But apparently, Boots has to wait. Like that. That it's it's ridiculous to assume that Boots should be fighting Spence next. Um, but he'll probably be on the undercard. So I'm tempted. We'll see what the t- the tickets were way too expensive uh, in the pre-sale, so maybe maybe they'll you know they'll come down as we get closer to the fight. Maybe. So, I like DC. It's a good. It's a good little city. Yeah, it's all right. So, uh, yeah, that's it for boxing. Cool. All right, let's talk about the next stuff. NBA catch and shoot. I got one for you. What do you got for me? First thing I'll say is, um, kind of, uh, you know what? I'll, I'll, I'll eat the crow. I'll, I'll, I'll take what, what I got coming due to me. Uh, we all said that there's no way Mr. Benjamin Simmons would play in Philadelphia. Agreed. And he did. He played, and he got what was eleven seven and eleven, I think. Yeah, you know what he, you know what he was in the fourth quarter. Zero zero zero. Zero zero. <laughs> um, yeah, he was the, fine. I, I love, the, I love, I love how everyone's going well, nuts. I was going to say the 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 thing about it was though was that the none of the Sixers big three even played yet they still beat the Nets. The yeah. Nets big three. Yeah, who got benched with three and a half minutes left to play, which was pretty uh, hilarious in, in the process. Um, I don't know what was better, him making two free throws and doing the Jordan shoulder shrug, which is just embarrassing. He's such a cornball. Uh, or after he got bl- after he missed the layup, he got the putback and like did like the the silence to the crowd, um, like the shush thing. I feel you know Jay, like I I feel bad for Jay Williams. That dude's just gonna die on the Ben Simmons hill. It's just embarrassing at this point. Um, I love how everyone's going nuts that like Ben. It's like Ben Ben Simmons has reached double digits in three straight games and is shooting huh. over fifty percent. It's like he scored fourteen points and eleven points on like all dunks and layups. It's like. It's like, and it's like, oh my God, like everyone stand up and give him an applause. It's like, this is supposed to be a, an all-star, all-NBA type player. We're, we're, we're going nuts over 11 points. Like this is what we're doing. And he still won't, he still won't shoot the ball outside of like five feet from the basket. Okay, cool. Yeah. He's that he's, he's true. He's truly changed his stripes, but yeah, at least he showed up. The crowd was, I, I think, I think not having the big guys there definitely t- took a lot out of the crowd. Cause I think they were just like, oh, he's just going to come in. They're going to come in and blow out blow out you know basically the delaware blue coats uh and uh i i just don't think they were as up for it as the, the first game back but it was what it was nice win nice win for the uh 76ers for the good guys yeah um what, what is the thing you had for me so i'm trying to figure out i was talking to our good buddy 
Mikey Sweet Potato Bellum. Who who would be a good number two for Luca in the NBA right now? So like we have, we got all this crybaby shit from some of our buddies about oh you know can't waste LeBron LeBron needs help. Meanwhile LeBron's playing with like two All Star like top seventy five players, <laughs> but like Luca Luca right now is a you know he's starting to look like a generational NBA player. Um, I don't think that's over an overreaction. No. He's been yeah. he's been All NBA like three out of his four or five seasons in the league, which is nuts. Like All NBA like not just like you know top 10 in the MVP voting or just an all-star like that's like real um and yeah he just play. he's playing with I've I've made the joke several times he's just playing with a bunch of Kirk, Kirkland brand teammates <laughs> like he's yeah. his his number two is Christian Wood for God's sakes yeah um like if, if anybody like we should be like saying man like he's like you know he needs some help it's it's Luca and I was trying to think like with just with his usage like who would really be like the ideal number two for him I came up with a name, but off the top of your head, who who do you now, think? Are we talking about things that are realistic or just like uh, a little bit of like I, I, a little bit of both? Like I'm being realistic, I, I don't know. There's a ton of guys that are available, but like there is one guy that I thought would actually be the perfect fit for. But you can do realistic, do both. What's what's realistic and what's like what would be ideal? Uh, well, this so this is what I'm gonna say. Um, I. I Again, I'm not prepped for this, but th- these are the two that came to mind right off the bat. It took me a while, so I'm impressed that you can even think that quickly. One, right? like someone who's a secondary scorer who could also get their own shot, so it's not just all on Luca all the time. I think you were probably going for more of like a complimentary piece that Luca could set them up to score. No, not necessarily. No, not necessarily. But, but I'm thinking of someone who can create their own shot and just take some of that burden off. Off the top of my head, as just not someone for Luca to grow with, but just for somebody for right now, I'd say DeMar DeRozan. Ooh, we're close. We're close. Um, so he play the two, Luca play the one, and just you have like a little bit of a one-two punch, so Luca just doesn't have to be the primary scorer every okay. night. Um, the other one that came to mind was someone who almost left this team, then they came back, then they signed a contract. Oh, actually, actually closer in age to Luca. Oh, well, um, not there. Okay, they were going Durant. No, no, actually closer in age to Luca, but um, more than the big man. So DeAndre Ayton maybe would be if you're looking to someone mm, who okay. that's mm. probably less a- attainable than like a Demar's. You know, towards the end of his career, if the Bulls just say "eff it, this isn't working," they can they can kind of just you know make make Demar go away for not not something that's overly expensive. Um, but DeAndre Ayton might actually cost a little bit of capital. Interesting. Um, okay. But uh, but that would give you an inside-out punch um, if you went DeAndre Ayton. But those are the two off the top of my head. Okay. So for me, in an unrealistic world, I actually think Paul George would be the best complimentary guy for him. Yeah, I mean that's kind of along the same lines as DeRozan, just well, like a much a much better player. Well, DeRozan I think is obtainable. I was gonna, I we were close in that. I think I think realistically, only because I'm like so down on Bradley Beal right now because I think he could be had. But like, I, I was actually gonna say Zach Levine. I think Zach Levine is a realistic guy you could get. Like he he seems there seems to be a little rift there with him and the coaching staff. He's he's always like nicked up a little bit. So like maybe they want to get rid of that bloated contract. But yeah, we're yeah. we're very I mean, similar. Though, I mean, he's. So, I, mean, I mean, though they do like. And maybe this is wrong, but like, Zach Levine and 
and um, Luca like do similar things. Now, Luka, yeah, I don't. I don't. Like, I I think Levine could play off the ball though. Like I I don't. I, I don't think Levine's usage. If you actually looked at the usage numbers, I, I don't. Th- I, I don't think he. Well, nobody's in Luca's stratosphere at this point. Um, he's gonna have like his a historic usage rate by the time the year is up. But I, I, I think those two could play together, and I think you could get Levine. Um, Beal, I think, was also attainable. I just, I, I don't know. I'm so down on Bradley Beal after the last couple seasons that I wouldn't even waste my time. But, uh, but yeah, Paul George. Zach, I don't. I feel like Zach Levine's highest and best usage is more in the point, like scoring point guard role, which Luca already does. Hey, he's a two guard. He's a shooting guard. He's not a point guard. Levine. I, I know that's what everybody says, but I. He's I, not a point guard. I, I, yeah, I know that the, the concept was, hey, let's bring Lonzo in here, but like he was the point guard on that team for a while before Lonzo came in there, and like that was right. when he had his best years. All right. It, yeah. Interesting. It, interesting. I like I said, perfect. And and as he became the number one point guard on the team, that's when his assist rate actually went up. Yeah, I mean, well. people people didn't think him and DeRozan would mesh because they play similarly and they've done pretty well with each other. But yeah, but again, that's, like, but... When, that's when Levine was playing the one, Rose, DeRozan was playing the two. Eh, I don't know about and, that. That's and then right, they, though. well, then they brought in uh, Lonzo after the fact and then they've all, I don't think. No, Lonzo was, Lonzo came in at the same time as DeRozan. They were at the same, the same, the same uh, Well, the next thing I was going to say is I don't know how many uh, games they've all actually played together. It's 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 only yeah, been they played like yeah they played they played the <laughs> yeah they they played the first half of last year together and that's what all the injuries piled up. But yeah, it was just interesting. Like I said I think Luca, you know, I just they they got to figure something out again. Just I'm, I'm it's a shame that you think this way, but it's like you know at some point does he get uh does he start getting kind of antsy? So because they tried they tried poor they tried to you know swing with Porzingis that did not work out unfortunately Brunson goes um although I wouldn't I wouldn't have paid him that contract either so it's like who do you you know who who can you get and what 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 uh what assets do you have to do it so but yeah it's interesting yeah the west is just so wide open now which is just crazy um we talked about it last week and I guess Clay maybe Clay listened to the podcast last week where we were like, we don't, we don't like this, this emotional crybaby Clay in press conferences. Like, we just need Game Six swagger, toaster Clay back, and he's actually been playing pretty well the last couple of games. So, got his cool. swag back. Cool. Um, anything else you want to talk about on NBA? NBA? Nah, it's still so early. Like people, people are freaking out. This and that. it's like we're not even twenty games in. Like everybody, relax. When we get when we get to thirty games, like thirty five, that's where like you can really get a picture of where some of these things are going to land. Everybody was going nuts. Like, oh my god, the Western Conference seeds one through ten, they're all separated by like two games. I'm like, yeah, there's like we haven't even played twenty games yet. What do you expect? Yeah, I agree. That's all I got. Well, I one more thing, but we're going to touch on it later, so we'll okay. save it. Yeah, yeah. Save it, save it. All right, next NHL half clappers, clap, clap. Two things. One, tonight New Jersey finally loses. Thirteen game winning streak comes to an end. You know they're sitting atop. The now league. is that winning streak or point streak? Winning streak. Okay. Um, 
Wait, and let me just make sure. Cause Boston's been on a little bit of a. I was just curious, cause, cause you can tie and still get a point, right? Yes. Yeah. No. Winning, winning streak. Um. Let's see. Seventeen. Oh no. Boston's actually seventeen and two. New Jersey's sixteen and three. Boston seventeen and two. That's just insane. This dude, right, right, right now, man. Celtics and uh, Celtics and the Bruins are uh, giving giving the city of Boston a happy Thanksgiving. Seriously, the way they're, the way they're playing. Um, but anyway, uh, the Leafs beat New Jersey, so New Jersey is, I'd say, ahead of schedule. But I mean, they've been building this team for a few years, so um, you know, good for them. Uh, and my penguins, I was, uh, my, my finger was on the panic button and a week later, you know, they, they're now six, one and one in their last eight. They're tied for a playoff spot at the moment. Um, I believe they are. Um, and so we'll, we'll take it. We're, we, we got in a little bit of a hole with a seven game losing streak. So now, now we're hot again. So. We'll, we'll we'll be there. I, I think we'll be there at the end um, for a playoff spot, but we'll, we'll see. Um, that's all I got on NHL half clappers. I just just those couple notes, couple notes. That's all. If you haven't been paying attention, um, so we'll move right along to NFL Week Eleven. <laughs> you know what was funny? Uh, I with you, I can only imagine. In the NFL. Well, what what was it last week? We were joking about how, like, Goodell would probably put some game in Mexico City, like, move in the Buffalo game. Oh, for sure. And then, you know, didn't even realize, like, hey, this is the week that there actually was a game in Mexico City. I had no I – no, I, even when I was watching the game, I didn't realize they were in Mexico City until uh, Canobio posted the video at Canelo. Yeah, no, I, had no well, I, watched, I watched the um, – I was I was actually at my parents' house, um, and my little sister was there, and we were watching a little bit of the pregame, and they was like, "All right, time for the anthems," and I start kind of like humming the, huh 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 I don't know. Whatever the Mexican national anthem is, hmm. and they they kind of looked at me like, "What?" I'm like, eh, "I watch a lot of boxing. Like, it's it's. I watch a lot of Mexicans box. I <laughs> I hear I hear it all the time." <laughs> and then at the end, they shout "Viva la Mexico," and they beautiful, did, beautiful. They actually did not on this one. And they, anyway, um, yeah. So I actually knew that that was happening a little bit. Um, not when we recorded last week, but I just had no desire to watch like Sunday night football or Thursday night football the last few weeks. I'm just, I don't know. I'm football fatigued from all the bad football. If I that mean, makes I, sense. Been, you're, you're getting caught up to me. I've been saying that for a few years. Um, yeah, but I don't feel, I feel like the, the poor play is at an all time high It poor is poor play and poor coaching. It is, but I have. For me, the poor play started a few years ago, so yeah, fair um, enough. That's where I was just kind of like, why do I want to watch these teams suck on like Thursday when their bodies are just totally fatigued? Um, but I will say that you know I'm a I'm a big basher of the international play, but Mexico City doesn't bother me. Like, there's just so many 
Mexican Americans over the past what 30 40 years um that like there's such Mexican Americans are such an integral part of southern well all, all, like long time southwest America right um but like kind of throughout now and um it i mean it, it it's even at least it's in like the same time zone right and like the travel is like basically equivalent to another american city so it doesn't bother me as much as when they go to like europe and like these people are like have never even seen a football game live and like like from the youth level all the way up to any other level so you know the 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 mexican game doesn't doesn't really bother me well i didn't uh, one thing i didn't know and again this is just us just being dummies but like Mexico City is what seven thousand some feet of like it's two thousand feet past Mile High Stadium, like higher, and I was hmm. just like, I, like, is that gonna screw up these guys like blood like going that high and then like playing a game and like I you know as a Steeler fan I always go back to uh, Ryan Clark like he he almost died one one year like going to Denver and like see so had that sickle cell. And I'm just like, God, like that's got to screw with your like lungs and your blood so much. But uh, I, I guess they had it all figured out. I don't know. Any hoodles? What else going on? What else? Anything jump out week 11? Uh, I don't know. Like, I guess are we at the point where the only good team in the NFL now, like actual team you trust is the Chiefs? Pretty much. Yeah. Eagles will look shaky last couple games against – Quite honestly, not very good teams. I was going to say, I think the Eagles are, are still good. Um, they just haven't been as sharp. Yeah, uh, I, th- so I think, yeah. I mean, to good. me, the – I mean, it's always got to come down to this. Like, if – and, Jay, listen, Jalen's been great. I, I definitely was obviously not Team Hurts coming into the year. Uh, but it's still no, – nothing's changed. If he's, if he's not able to make plays in the pocket when teams close off him being able to run the football and kind of shut down some of that RPO uh, confusion that they're able to do, like they're, they're going to get waxed in the playoffs. So that's it. Like he's, it's going to, it's going to fall on him to be able to adjust and make the throws to go through his progressions and, and hit, you know, Smith and AJ Brown, uh, and I mean losing Goddard, I don't yeah, you know, hopefully he can be back for the playoffs, but that's a huge loss as well. So so we'll see. Yeah, I guess I guess the Niners. I I do think the Niners are good. Like I know their record's only six I think they're six and four. But I, I like I think they're good. I just I don't know. Like and I like Jimmy G, but eventually like there's gonna be a playoff game where they're gonna need him to make big throws in a fourth quarter. And I don't know if he's I like I know his record would suggest otherwise. That's that's just a huge question mark still. Even even with CMC and Debo and Kittle actually playing uh being a, a receiving <laughs> a receiving tight end again and not just playing left tackle. I you know, I don't know. That still makes me hesitant to feel good about the 49ers, even though I picked them to win the Super Bowl. What say you? They just they have so much talent up and down the roster. They do. I 100% agree. It's just a matter of can Jimmy G be good enough and put it this way, Drew. Let let's put it let, let's put this in a perspective. Okay. 
Joe Flacco won a Super Bowl. Uh, I agree. 100%. So I, I think he's at least as good as Joe Flacco. Um, so may, and you only you you really only have to put together what x amount of games like well four, what's what's crazy yeah. games and what's games. crazy is like Joe Flacco just played superhuman quarterback football for those games like people that are people that and I hate Joe Flacco but people that discredit him and try to just say oh it was the defense like go go back and watch the games go look at his stat sheet oh, he yeah. like I, he didn't he didn't turn the ball over the entire playoffs was throwing for like three hundred yards and like three touchdowns like. He, 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 and that's that's kind of my point. Like, can Jimmy G? Can Jimmy G do? That? I mean, I I don't even think Jimmy G has to do that. Can Jimmy G do half of that? Can Jimmy G lock in for like a month? Like, it's not. Yeah. you're not asking him. Not even like, a month. Two weeks. <laughs> can he do it just for two weeks? Yeah. So. So, but it's but it's so weird because he makes some really tough throws, but then, man, like I you go back to the Chiefs Super Bowl where he just completely overthrows Emmanuel Sanders, and it's just like, uh, I don't know. We'll see. I, I hope so. I, like I said, I've, I I I like Jimmy G. I, I hope he doesn't uh, have a car fluffle. But I think that's it. I I want. I haven't been sold on Buffalo all year. Like I still think they're obviously the set, probably the second best team in the AFC. I just I don't know. I just I feel like they're just offensively they're just they're still too one dimensional and just too dependent on Josh Allen. And if and I mean you've completely cursed Josh Allen, so that pretty much their toes for the year. Guilty. <laughs> I yeah like that's it. I just I don't know. It's weird. I, I eh, just the Chiefs man. Um, so, and were we, am I right? Like, did I not have the greatest call ever last week? What's that? On the Cowboys. Yeah, that was what, funny. Was that not as on so, the money as you was, can be? I was going to say, we went three and two. We picked against the Cowboys, but you're like, eh, this is the Cowboys, like, where the, they'll, like, come out with a big win and, like, buy everyone, like, another year. And that's exactly what happened. Yeah, it just yeah. Oh man, I'm still I'm still waiting on the McCarthy. Maybe maybe after they blow out the Giants on, tomorrow night, maybe that maybe the extent the unnecessary extension will come at that point. Yeah. All right. So that being said, to your point, um, three and two last week. Let's let's do our t- ter- annual Turkey Day parlay. Okay. Uh, I I don't think we've ever hit one. This is gonna be our third one, but okay. Let's look at these, brah. Okay. Twelve thirty, Bills Lions under minus nine and a half. In yeah. that, in that, the magic number. It is the totals fifty four and, and a half. half. Yeah, I like the under there. Lock think, it in. I think because you figure if the Bills win, like what, like 20, thirty to ten, or like twenty eight fourteen, like still, that still gets the gets the job done on the under i i, I yeah yeah let's do okay um, oh wow the 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 cowboys line literally just moved as we started talking about the nfl i have it at 10 i it was at nine and a half when i opened up the app um 10 and the over under 45 and a half um that's just that just feels like a lot of points i almost for for a short week i kind of feel like taking the giants to cover the 10 <laughs> Uh, they're pretty banged up. Uh, that's what. Uh, never mind. Um, okay. Well, so then you don't. What do you want? What do you want there? 
What do you want? I I mean this this game sucks. Division game, short week. Logic would tell you it, what's the over under probably forty four or something stupid. Yeah, 44 40, and 45 and a half. and a half. Yeah, something stupid like that. I think logic would tell you to take the under, but like I mean Dallas just put up forty. All right, let's go, I guess we'll go Giants even though they fucked us last week against the Lions. I'm I'm fine with it. That's, okay, you want to go under? No, I. This, this definitely has like a like a twenty one nineteen feel to it to me. You want to go? What do you What do you feel better with the under or the Giants? Neither, but I, ten you, is ten is so many points. Do I go Giants? Kind of, yeah. All right, we'll go Giants. It's uh, like you're two, like you're one or two, like like running backs always seem to have big days on Thanksgiving, and like Saquon Barkley's the best player. Well, no, that's not true because Justin Jefferson's playing. But I was gonna say Saquon Barkley's basically the best player playing on Thanksgiving, potentially. Yeah, no, wait, I'm no, fine. I'm, with I'm, I'm I'm talking like an idiot. Yeah, it's fine. Let's That's go the fair. opposite of what I want to do. Let's <laughs> let's pick the Cowboys. I'll I'll you what I, I we're fun. This is the game that's gonna cost us anyway. So whatever you whatever you think. All right, I'm I'm gonna flip a coin. Yeah, I was gonna say just flip it at this point. I don't have a coin, but you ready? Heads, Cowboys. Yeah. Okay, Cowboys. Uh, Cowboys to cover the ten. Just cause all right. I'm an idiot. And I um, I, like, I like I like Minnesota to cover the two and a half at home after. I got it. I got it at three, but yeah. Yeah. After that beatdown last week, they got to come back. All right. Yeah. Uh, although it is prime time, Kirk Cousins. <sighs> <laughs> the sigh. The sigh is oh, was so good. No, no, we're doing it. We're doing it. <laughs> we're doing okay. it. Okay. We're doing it. We, no, Ooh, it can't happen. Day it can't happen. Oh my! You like that? Oh God! Um, do we want to add uh, a regular weekend parlay? Yeah, we or, can do or, that. Or any other? Weekend yeah, let's do picks? Yeah, yeah, let's do a weekend. Um, all right, NFL wise. Well, whatever you want to do, I don't care. Do what we normally do. All right. I mean, we're obviously taking King Henry. That's we're doing that. Lock, lock. They're that. getting they're getting three points. At they're 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 a three point home dog. I have I have a two and a half on this app, but yeah, same yeah. thing. King Henry until we're gonna ride until he bucks us. So King Henry. Yep. Um, we're gonna take the over in the Phillies Astros. Phillies Astros. <laughs> kidding, kidding. Still living in the past. I was like, "Are you all right? You're like, you really are down bad, huh?" <laughs> I don't know. The, the Chargers- Chiefs are fifteen and a half point favorites. Against the Rams, Oof. is that bad? The Rams aren't going to sc- that. That's a game to take the under on. I I I think forty three is too low though with the Chiefs because the Chiefs can put up thirty, like easy. Yeah, and the Rams are going to put up like three. And nah, I, don't, what, I, I don't like. Uh, what, nah. Once the Chiefs get up twenty eight nothing, they're going to pull. They're going to like They'd, slow down. No, they're, they're, they're going to be up twenty eight nothing. No, they're not. Okay. I don't like that. Yeah, of course, you don't like that ace. Okay, it's your well. If you want to pick it, it's your it's you're up. It's your you get one. So pick your pick your one. The Dolphins are thirteen point favorites against the Texans. They're so bad. The Texans. I don't, I I don't remember ever like be, there being this many double digit spreads. Like that. Like that. Forty seven under looks good. 
Because I don't think the Texans can humanly pass. I don't think they can even score 14 points in the game. Didn't they just score 14 last week? No. You're, mis- you're misremembering. Uh, they scored they 10, scored 10. Week. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, 10, 16, 17, 10, 26, 24, 20. Okay, well, I guess they've scored. I don't know. You pick. It's your turn. You make make a pick. Make a call. My turn, huh? Make make the call, man. All right. Um, well, why do you get Derrick Henry? Why do you get the easy one? Because <sighs> I said it first. All right, we'll make we'll make that our joint pick. You make a pick, and I'll make a different pick. I'm gonna pick pro. I'm gonna I'm gonna pick pro gray by decision. I hate you. <laughs> what? <laughs> what do you want? You're be decisive. Be a man. My God. I'm a man. I'm forty. Um. Uh. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, we are protect. We're going for uh, our initial descent and uh here's the real question do we do turkey day parlay sunday parlay and then do a massive six-way parlay just put five bucks on each one Ooh. um how about the seahawks to cover versus the raiders minus three and a half it's your pick man i'm not gonna fight you the on seahawks it seahawks at home coming off a bye let's do that okay um there's just so many bad freaking beats all over the place. Yeah. Good okay. lord. Okay. Good lord. All right, okay. so so we got we got King Henry getting three or two and a half right now. We're gonna take Pro Gray on the cards and what'd you just say? Something stupid. Seahawks. Yeah, Seattle. Yeah, Seattle to beat uh Oakland. Good lord. And we'll we'll figure out if we're gonna do a mega 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 triple parlay, the the mega bowl. All right, before we uh, finish off beer one, shout out to him. And if you better have the same guy I'm thinking of, I don't I don't think we do. <laughs> Although you got you do it this week because I I I have the same guy so as that I've had for like the last three weeks. <laughs> uh, well, who's your guy? My 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 guy would be uh, again my former son Ben Simmons doing a uh, oh no no you messed up this one that's you fine ready? go ahead God P J Tucker <laughs> has played like I wouldn't even have thought I would even... thirty five minutes a game for like four straight games and has zero points for four straight games. he he finally hit a quarter three today so that's did he, he, and he yeah he did in the fourth quarter how's They're that all... even possible dude I don't know he's been bad. But here's so here's here's just a prime example, because uh, and this is the conundrum with him. His uh, his on off really his on off stats are like are great. Like when when he's on the floor, the team is awesome. When he's not on the floor, they are bad. So uh, that's what a lot of people that are you know pro PJ are you know throwing at you with the stats. But like if you watch the games. And again, I and maybe I haven't been focusing clearly on him because I focus on certain guys because that's just how I watch the game sometimes. Like my bet is he's probably, with the exception obviously of the last two games, he's probably played the majority of his minutes, if not all of them, with Joel Embiid. So like, is it really him having an impact, or is it just that Joel Embiid is so dominant that their numbers are that great because Joel's right. on the floor? 
and he's just basically piggybacking off those numbers. So like, that's where it's like you can't. I, that's why I hate. I hate like the the numbers thing when you're talking about some of these guys. You know, we always get into it with our buddy Teddy with LeBron and Jordan about stats and this and that and better rebound. It's like, well, like put some context behind it, and like that isn't really true. So, but uh, yeah, not looking. <laughs> I mean, listen. James Harden's paying for him, so like, I don't, I don't really care. Um, your brother brought up a great point. It's like, yeah, well, you know, I mean, Thibault, you know, he's not getting those opportunities, this and that. Like, he could be getting better. I'm like, unfortunately, like, and I love that kid. Like, he, when he has had the opportunities, he's just been bad. It's an, it's just an Australian thing, I guess, to just get progressively work worse as your career, as your career, as as your as your career continues, because he's just gotten really bad. Um. So he doesn't deserve the minutes. He's got to earn them. And I hate Glenn, so, like, some of it's probably his coaching and the way he's using him. But, yeah. uh, like, it just is It is what it is. Uh, they absolutely – I shout out, shout out to the Memphis Grizzlies GM because I still can't figure out why they gave us DeAnthony Melton for a late first-round pick and Danny Green. That dude, I, lo- I, I love him, man. That's going to go that, – that's that's up there with the, the robbery of Seth, Green, of, uh, Seth Curry. Seth Green, what a loser I am. <laughs> I can't wait till Seth Curry. I, I did. That was that was the only thing that like made me sad last night watching the Nets game was that like I just miss Seth Curry so much. I love to yeah. he was such a, such a perfect fit. But he's a free agent this summer, so he'll he'll come home. Joel Joel would call and be like, "Remember remember how great we were together." He'll send. He's gonna send Seth a that uh uh, uh what do you call it a photoshopped wolf the Wolverine meme where Wolverine's holding the picture and it's just gonna be a picture of them together. So it's gonna be fun. I'm sure they do Photoshop like us. <laughs> yeah, I thought you were gonna go Ranger Rollins for a second there. We, I'm sure he'll make it eventually. <laughs> um, all right, finish beer two, and let's beer go one. on. Or, yeah, finish beer one. Let's get ready for beer two. You ready? Okay, Casey's. All right, three, two, one. Uh, uh, just going with a Miller Lite here for for beer two. Uh, nice. I'm gonna rock a Lagunitas uh, daytime, All which right. is just a poor man's Corona Premier. All right, all right. Um, all right. Moving right along. Um, meme of the week. Meme of the week. Yeah. So, um, we, you sent it, you found it, you sent it, and it, it's, it's the whole, men are only interested in one thing, and it's effing disgusting. And it's just the purple beam of the, the Sacramento Kings. Light the beam! <laughs> Sadly, they just lost, they, they're, I think they're seven, is it seven or eight? I think it was eight. Their eight-game win streak came to an end tonight. Yeah, unfortunately, unfortunately. But, but it's really great. It's so funny because I, I, I was just dying because one, you've just been on the Kings bandwagon for like four years. They've just been terrible. <laughs> and this was like the first year you weren't really, you, you, you basically, you, tra- you traded down. You really are the worst. You, you <laughs> traded down to the Detroit Pistons who are so awful. <laughs> oh. I, I, just, 
I like to get in early. They're at the so. point where they, they, they're, they're, they're already looking to trade their best player, which is just insane to me. Um, but yeah, the Kings have been, they, again, eight in a row. And it's not like they, and they've been beating solid teams. Like they haven't just been playing like, you know, the Lakers. And they started this thing where they shoot this purple beam outside the arena after wins now. So it's like, like the beat, like the crowd just starts chanting, like the beam. It's pretty hilarious. It's back, back, back when they actually were revoked. Cause they, they haven't been in the playoffs. I think since Oh five or Oh six, they haven't won a playoff series since I think Oh three. So, wow. Yeah. Really bad. Um, and back then, I think it was like, I think it was kettlebells that they used to fans they fans used to have and used to which I don't know maybe I'm wrong because how would you get kettlebells in in the arena but <laughs> I, I think that's what their thing was I think it was kettlebells Tori would know right off the bat but good on the Kings man fun team my man my man De'Aaron Fox finally uh, finally stepping up playing like an all star consistent all star yep. That's what I like. Two beers podcast meme of the week. Yeah. All right. Um. <laughs> Yellowstone, baby. Has has Beth Dutton just become the like funnest character? to write for in t- in TV. Is Probably. that is that where we are? Probably. Um, uh, yeah. I don't know. Do you, what are you th- I I didn't think it was uh, you, I last week you you said that your your wife pointed this out too and you were a little concerned that it seemed like this season was going to be just full of politics, which isn't why people watch. I don't know. I didn't I didn't really get that vibe in in the second episode. Yeah, no, I did I you? No, no, I didn't. They they had a lot more like hands-on ranch stuff. Yeah, um, yeah, I agree. The the Casey and Monica stuff continues to be a drag. It, it's so bad. Yeah, they're, they're starting to try and develop this like Chief Rainwater plot line, and honestly, that's just kind of boring as well. Um, the Wolf thing is like, eh, whatever. Like it could be a thing, and. Eh, maybe just kind of depends what they do with it. But you think that's that's you, you were under the impression that was a done deal. Now that was over. Yeah, right? I thought so, I thought so, but then like in the previews, it kind of looked like maybe it wasn't. Yeah, I don't think I I think that'll that'll linger. Um, because I, I yeah I thought I thought once he spooked those guys going into the mountain that like a. Like they were like, yeah, I'm not going up there. And I'm assuming they buried the wolves where they then like, oh yeah, they, yeah, 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 right, absolutely, yeah. In that, in that, on that, pl- where, wherever they, whatever they did there, right? Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Um. But, uh, I mean the the best part of the show was the ending, where you know, well, firstly Beth has that business deal, and it's just that's where just she, so awesome. Where she sells the what she was sells what the was company strips out the real estate. What was yeah? What was what was her old employer? What was that? What was that place called? Um, where she um, like she just she, she fired her old Swiber boss. And be, Coakley. Be, that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. No, Coakley. That was that was from Better Call Saul. What was the Coakley? Oh, Coakley. <laughs> or. Shrife and Coakley? I, I forget. Yeah, I'm with you. Um, but yeah, Lendl, Lendl Global, which is mark, market equities, but Lendl Global sounds better. Uh, Lendl Global had had bought all their stock as part of the back and forth in season four. 
and then Beth Beth Beth's asking price to work with Leather Global, which was just ridiculous that they would even bring her in, was to get the owning share of that company or be the CEO, whatever it was. Yeah. So she sells. So she yeah. She sells. She sells everything but the real estate to uh, Lendo Global's um, number one competitor. Yeah, and but puts all the real estate in a environmental easement, easement or yeah. yeah easement. So now it can't even be touched. Con- so conservatorship ba- or whatever. Ba- and basically, with the the main goal, which is going to get the is she the CFO, the older woman who just all she all she really does now is just say this this fucking family. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's basically just to get her fired. That's basically Beth's end game now. Yeah, and so so. Again, they they're celebrating that. Beth's like, nah, we're going out on the town. And Lloyd's, I, well, and it was Lloyd's birthday. It was Lloyd's birthday. Fifty sixth, eighty fifth, up for debate. Yeah, she's like, I don't care if it's it's a lame bar. We're going to make it a good bar. And of course, uh, some. I said some, no, Beth. You said no. I guess that was <laughs> the wrong scene. choice of words. <laughs> um, Great scene. So yeah, so they go to the bar. Of course, some some hoity-toity woman starts hitting on Rip and tells Beth, like, yeah, I'm going to take your man. And hilarity ensues. Uh, Beth is fist fighting. It ends up a giant bar. bar. Fist fight. She broke, she broke her beer. And she didn't even, she, she didn't even bother to fist fight her. She, she hit her over the head with her beer bottle to start. <laughs> like, the, 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 I, I, we talked about, you watched it last night and I called you immediately. I didn't even care. It might've been two in the morning. I forget. But like, I'm like, what was more hilarious? Like, okay, you hit her over the head with a beer bottle. She probably suggested, let's have, you know, let's have a threesome with you and your husband. My husband's out of town. Uh, all right. Maybe the woman thinks, yeah, I had that coming. But then there, then the cops break, the whole bar breaks out into a fight. The cops come, they're all outside. It's broken up and everything's settled down. And then for literally no reason, Beth just walks, walks over to the woman and then just fucking murks her. Just slugs her right in the face. <laughs> slugs again. her right in the face. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> and then she gets put in the car and, and, and like everyone's shocked that they're now, they're now going to press charges and arrest her. It's like, you know who she is? It's like, yeah, <laughs> she attacked the woman for no reason. Like, like maybe we can get past the bar fight, and you can argue things got out of control. Everybody, you know, it was one of those things. But when you just straight up go murk the woman with all the cops around after everything's been de-escalated, what are you doing? I just love Beth in the car. You're pressing charges, you pussy. It's like, what do you think she's gonna do? <laughs> yeah. That oh, was, so absurd, dude. So yeah, absurd. Was, and, and like, okay, if you want to make a like a, because I was laughing out loud during the bar brawl it was so good uh, and like i was like okay that was fun but now it seems like there this is going to be like a plot point where it's like oh uh, they have this like these charges lingering over their heads this is a crack and this is a chink in the armor this is a this is a, cra- a crack in the defenses and i'm like well he's gonna he's probably okay, gonna need a good. he's probably gonna need a new uh chief of staff uh, i'm assuming that's where it's gonna go that yeah, that that that, that John John that that Jay this is Jamie's this is Jamie's in to become the chief of staff and have more power. Yeah, probably. That's where I think it's going. Pro- probably, and but it's just it's stupid that this is becoming a plot point. Like it was a fun bar brawl. Just leave it at that. Like like something that something that stupid. All all the murdering and everything else. 
you know, just they, they figure out a way to handle it. But but a stupid bar brawl is going to be like this major turning point in the plot. Like that. That's stupid to me. Yeah, uh, that, I, I don't really disagree. Um, Pretty just a hilarious. I'm just, they're just like it's like they're in the writers' room. Just like how can we just make Beth just even more absurd? Let's just let's just let's just keep going. Yeah, pretty much. Um, and like case, and then the only other thing that really happened in the episode was um, uh, brunette uh, Lendo Global brunette Beth has now started. Um, she's now started engaging with Jamie, and you know that's they. They've they've just from watching him on a t on TV have come to the conclusion that he is he is the way to unravel this family. So um, I'm pretty confident that like we predicted instead of instead of killing off Casey because he just him and the white like there's just nothing there. They're probably gonna kill uh, Jamie here because he's probably gonna side. You know, not that I can blame double him. double cross the family. Yeah, I'd I'd I'd, I'd take one to the head for. Uh, for the for brunette Beth at this point, but um, I, I'm sure that's what's going to happen. So they're going to have to take him to the train station. Is my guess, and that's how season five will end. I'm pretty convinced. Jamie, get get in the car. We're 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 going for gonna, gonna take a ride to the train station. We're, no, we're going for an ice cream cone. <laughs> oh boy! Hey, wait, wait, wait a minute. Isn't this the way to the train station? <sighs> yeah. Um, and then and then then the, the doors lock. <laughs> Oh man, it's gonna be so good. Then oh, then his father's gonna pour. Oh man, and then his father's gonna pour him a glass of that whiskey that he was that they were drinking together in the uh, in the car after they won the. Oh god, it's gonna be just brutal. <sighs> any hoodles? Any other Yellowstone? Nah, that's it. All right. Well, I don't, I don't know if we'll talk about it weekly, but the bar brawl was just so. It was yeah, too too good not to talk about. <laughs> just too yeah. good. Um, and then just to bring it home. We are the walking dead. <laughs> Walking Dead series finale. Yeah. Um, What'd you think, buddy? Man, I don't know about anyone else, but I thought that it was so good. I thought the finale was great. Uh, There were some picking nits, but hordes, Hordes galore. Oh, my gosh. So many hordes. Um, Just the, the panic that was there for the first half hour of, like, you know, like their pathway being shut off left and right. Um, it was, it was just so good. We, we got my body count, my minimum body count was three and we got three. So we I'm happy. I'm happy with that. And it wasn't no name characters. It was characters that we cared about. Well, um, yeah, I, 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 Luke's wife. I don't even really remember her from Oceanside, but yeah. Agreed. But, I, I I almost cry I almost cried when Luke died and like outside of, outside of I, I care about more I care more about him in the in the uh, <laughs> the uh, the Harry Potter spinoffs than I do in this show that was that was a well that was just well done great acting by um, the ladies man 
Umiko, yeah. um, Magna, Magna um, why do, why am I for, why am I forgetting the sisters again? Kelly, why do you, can't you hear me? Kelly and um, Yumiko Magna. Why can't you hear me? Yumiko Magna, Kelly, and who's Kelly's sister? Daryl's like. Oh, Connie. Yeah, Connie, Connie, Connie. Oh. Yeah, yeah, Connie. Um, was there with them? Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Yeah, like oh, when they got his harmonica and like just awesome. Those they were tremendous, like tremendous acting from those those four in that scene to really and i mean luke he was good too but i mean he's dying so like you know what i mean but they just they sold it man good for them uh and then I, judith is being carried around and yeah just like similar to that was crazy how she got up and like locked the door i was gonna like, say the cold open was really good um it, that was a bit ridiculous but it was still really good yeah i agree um, it was very similar. It was similar to Rick when he first went in the coma. They like filmed it kind of the same. Like he was in and out of the coma. Obviously, he didn't like move and do anything. But like it was similar the way, the way they shot it. Like the the fuzzy vision and stuff like that. Yeah, I liked. There was a few callbacks where Rick was barricaded in his hospital room, and they barricaded Judith in the hospital room. Yeah. So that was wild. Um. The callback to the walker with the big rock smashing the glass uh, from from the first season that was that was interesting. Yeah. Um. The whole climbing up the side of the building didn't they do that in season one too with like Glenn in in Atlanta? That was season one. Yeah, that was like the second episode. But that was like an actual fire escape, not like uh, I didn't but- really understand why they needed to do that when they were in like a car. Like, couldn't they just kept driving around and, like, backed up? I didn't – I have to go rewatch it. I can't – I don't really understand why they felt the need to get out of this car and to climb this drain pipe into an open window. Um, I'm not sure. I wasn't um, all the way there with that. But uh, I, I I am glad that – so the three deaths were Luke's wife, Luke, in the very beginning. They murked them right off the bat. And then Rosita ends up getting bit, which I'm glad because the way she – first off – they should have. It would have been epic if, after she fell off the drain pipe, they would have just devoured her and Coco. That would have just been. That would have been insane. It would have just. It would have been, been. It probably would have been better, but like, it would have been because oh it would have just God. been so devastating. It's like, but like that's that's what makes this show. That's what made the show so great. That like you were just never safe because of the because yeah because of your like to your point like just the absolute craziness of this horde. Like that's just what made it awesome. It's like you're like, at some at some point you can't outrun, you know, a hundred walker. Like you just can't. Like you're just toast. You just gotta, you know, some of you some some are gonna live, some are gonna die. And she falls down and is just sworn by walkers. Like there's no way somebody's not gonna, especially now these variants, which I'll get to that. That's a pick and knit of mine. And then she just busts up out of nowhere and then you know jumps and survives. And I'm just like. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, well, that was just a missed opportunity. But they did end up having her get bit. But I don't know if you went back and watched Talking Dead, but even in the original script, like, that doesn't happen. And she survives. Like, she she doesn't die. I didn't didn't go back and read Yeah, like, she she had, like, she kind of talked through it with Angela Khan and thought that, um, was like, yeah, I think think it makes more sense. And it's just more closure for me, too. Like, I think Rosita, I think Rosita should die saving Coco. And so they changed it. Oh, see, I didn't. I, okay, if you say, I, I, I didn't think that they changed it, but 
They did. I mean, yeah, because what's his face? Yeah, like that was Kirkman asked her the question. He's like, is it true that it was your idea for Rosita to not survive? Not Kirkman. Not Kirkman. Um, point the point. Stupid points guy. Um, Hardwick. Yeah. Hardwick. Um. Yeah. So they all die. Yeah. So those three die. Uh, some really, really cool scenes, um, at the Commonwealth. They blast, uh, I thought Daryl, Daryl's speech was really good. Yeah. He's like, we, we ain't the walking dead when they're saying to let these people in, um, while the, the horde, you know, the new horde was coming. Uh, what else? What else? Judith, Judith finally, uh, tells Daryl that Michonne, what Michonne had told her back in season nine, that she, she had a lead on Rick and was going to find him. And she's kept that. She kept it a secret all these years because she she knew Daryl would go out to try would would basically leave and try to find them too. Yeah. Uh, so I thought that was good. My only and I, I loved I loved how they to lure the Walkers. They started playing CM Punk's Cult of Personality. That was awesome. Yeah. Because I know he's a fan of the show. Um, that was really cool. And I love that song. So that was that was dope. Um, Mercer and Ezekiel running the commonwealth now is awesome because i okay I, i'm fine with but like i just i don't know why i'm infatuated with mercer i, I don't know why maybe because he's just maybe it's because he's just like uh friend of the pod jason mimosa he just has this like sh- big strapping presence when he's on screen and i'm like i love this yeah. dude oh, yeah probably that's a good good call and uh yeah my my only picking nits and i guess you have to do this because of what you've done with these spinoffs I think the Negan Maggie story would have been excellent, excellently. I don't think that's a word, but excellently concluded with the talk they had, where he t- he finally apologizes for you know what he took from her and um, her son by killing Glenn, and then she sits down with him after all, after the aftermath of everything and just says, "I just I can't I can't get past it because when I look at you, all I can all I can see is the sadness of." you bashing in Glenn's head and then mocking him while you did it. And that's not how she wants to remember him. But like, and that would have been great. And then, you know, Negan walks off, he gives Judith, which they, they never really revisited that relationship after season nine, which I thought, I actually thought that was interesting. Like her and Negan, cause that's kind of Carl had that with him in the comics. Yeah. They kind of went away from that. And then, um, Negan gives her the compass. It was a compass, right? Or was it a clock, uh, a pocket watch? Well, uh, I couldn't tell exactly what it was. I thought it was yeah, a compass. And he just his last scene is he just walks off and Daryl like sees Daryl in the window and they give like a nod. Yeah. I, I just to me like that would have that that would have been great closure for the two characters. But now like they're Agreed. gonna end up yeah. now they're gonna end up in New York together, which like I'm I don't know I'm not thrilled with that idea either anyway. But we'll we'll see. Well, what I wonder is is it implied that Negan's wife is also gonna be there? I have no idea. Or is, is he gonna ditch her? He's gonna ditch his wife and and child. Well, I didn't mean literally ditch them like 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 the plots. I I have no like, idea. Oh, like she's gonna die during childbirth, and then Negan's gonna. Like I I don't know why they wouldn't have just done like a Negan spinoff. I I don't know. I don't. I, I or like a Maggie like Maggie and some and uh, grab whatever grab Aaron or grab somebody. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It just doesn't. It just still does doesn't make any. Well, especially after that after that after what she said to him, like it makes no sense. Like, but now they're gonna end up like together in New York weird yeah um weird. that was a pick and knit i i don't know i i feel like they just introduced the variant too late in the game 
in 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 what in this agreed in this series I, I, I feel like they got the idea from the pandemic quite honestly yeah and i don't mind the idea like i, I liked what they like i it was interesting how they did it in um that was post credits for high school musical when they introduced the variant right where they showed i believe so yeah they showed dr whatever his i always forget his name the doctor from season one the videos he was making uh, and they jenner Jenner, yeah, and they in in that in season one they alluded that the French were onto something, but then they lost communication. So I thought that was kind of interesting how they turned that around, and you know, it yeah. seems like and like there was the variant. I just feel like it was just it was so late in the game that they introduced it in this that I'm like, I, I don't know, do you like do you really need that obstacle here? I, I don't, it was whatever, I get it, but like I don't get it. Um. I think that was really yeah. I would I and I would have probably killed a couple more people. Yeah, yeah, I would have killed. A couple I think those are my only real picking nits. Um, I, I like we said, like I I had a pretty good feeling, Rick. I I didn't think Michonne was going to be in this, so that was a pleasant surprise. But I I felt pretty strongly we were getting a Rick Grimes scene. I I thought he would come back with the group, and his spinoff with Michonne would be the journey of how they got to that point. But, uh, you basically just got, uh, s- some scenes of Rick Grimes. He's, he's obviously, uh, I, I, I'm just comparing him to, uh, what's his name? Cool. Cool hand Luke, where he just huh. keeps, he just keeps yeah. escape. He just keeps escaping the combo and they just keep finding him. Yeah. Um, but they kind of showed they did it. It was a, it was a cool split screen that they kept doing with him and Michonne for about 90 seconds. Where you see Rick when he 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 uh, he leaves his boots, he throws a bag on the boat that Michonne eventually ends up on with his boots, the iPod that he's drawn a picture of Michonne and Judith with the cowboy his cowboy hat on, and um, the biggest the biggest reveal there is I I guess that was the Delaware River the whole time, which I thought they were in Virginia. Now maybe Virgil found the boat and sailed it out there. But um, Rick, the scene where Rick is on the Delaware River overlooking the uh, center city in Philadelphia, which shame on me for not recognizing that immediately. But huh. um, I didn't see my work building, which typically is in that picture, so it was didn't didn't strike me. I thought they were I thought they were just like in the outskirts of Georgia or D.C. again. But that was cool. I, I thought that was I thought that was. Uh, I thought that was cool how they tied it in, and it wasn't just some stupid post credits, uh, yeah, post credit scene just to set up set it up. They they actually made it as part of the show. Um, I wouldn't call it a picking nip, but it, I just I just wanted it to happen. Like Carol, Carol or Carol and Daryl should have shagged, or Daryl should have you know should have hooked up with uh, with Connie in that scene. Daryl Daryl should have got some some snooky at some point with one of these two ladies uh-huh. in the last like five minutes, but great, great scene with him and Carol. Well, Carol, Carol, who made fun of Daryl for calling her his best friend a couple of seasons ago. Like what, what do you, what are you 10? Yeah. Um, when now, you know, she gets, she's like, I'm allowed to be sad. You're my best friend. And then they tell they tell each other they love, they, they love one another as he rides out of the, uh, I, I guess that, I, I think that was the Commonwealth he rode out of. And I guess he's going to end up, but even that's like his spinoff now. He's he's actually going to end up in France, where the variant is start. I mean, how's he getting to France? Is he is he just gonna you know paddle? It's a paddle. big question mark. Yeah. Is he just gonna know. paddle? Is he just gonna paddleboard out there on his crossbow? Like, yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. 
Um, it's a stretch. It's just a stretch. Yeah, he's going to go over. Uh, he's, he's just going to ride his motorcycle through Canada, through Russia, <laughs> and then, you know, over to Europe. Um, I I don't know. It, yeah, it's like it, it's a stretch. That's that's the best way to put it. I, I, is, there, is there transcontinental flights? I, he's gonna be on a boat. <laughs> he's gonna be on a boat, boat like Uhtred, like something row, about a something about row. a map. Yeah. Um. Don't don't know. Yeah, but again, I it was very well done. Um, the, the scenes with him and Carol were just awesome. I yeah. mean, it was if if you weren't if you're if, they're just tugging at your heartstrings, and you know the characters. Uh, I'm sorry, the the actresses and. Uh, the actors they just like their own emotions were coming through on the scenes very yeah. much so so agreed yeah it was, yeah, was excellent I, I thought everybody did a great job acting wise like i said i i just i feel like they my had picking it on the episode was the whole like exploding the sewers to kill the whore <laughs> it was cool though it was cool i i i don't know if that's how it would go down per se but that's fine it was whatever. cool though um and we both kind of joked that it was kind of silly that at, for some reason Rosita became like the fulcrum of uh and like the 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 heart of 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 team family at the end here to kind of bring yeah, it all when together. Yeah, they went like they they went like a whole season where they gave her like two lines and then she became like the entire like She she just basically she basically became 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 the uh the Alexandria side piece. Like she was just everybody's side piece. Like <laughs> that was basically her purpose. She was messing around with, uh, our guy with the guy that had no guts. And yeah. she's, yeah, she's messed around with like, then the doctor, then Eugene, then friggin' gay, like all these, like she had no like real central role there with that. Like, I feel like if you're going to do that, like it should be somebody a little bit more prominent. Um, like even Aaron, I, I could have bought more. I feel like Aaron's had more of a role than her. He, the he last had more like, of a leadership role than she did. In the last, like, three seasons, yeah. But, I, you know, but whatever. Again, I'm glad uh, I'm glad they actually, you know, decided. She was, that, like, a like a strong mother figure, though. So that, that tore at your heartstrings that way. Yeah, yeah. Even, yeah, I mean, even Gabe I would have bought. I don't know. It was, uh, but, again, I would have I, I had the Horde eat her and Coco. That would have just been... That would that would have been Sophia level devastation. Yeah. yeah, I agree. That would have been crazy. Yeah, like a mother. And it would have been good, like like how they just disappeared, and then like if they just yeah. disappeared into the horde, and you never saw them again. Yeah, that would exactly. Have been like you don't have to. You don't like you don't. We don't. We don't have to be like Noah. Yeah, gra- yeah Noah graphicness, but like I I I mean I sign me up for that too. But uh, <laughs> yeah, like mother mother's trying like going to all lengths to save her child, and yeah, just boom. Just couldn't do it because you know it's the zombie apocalypse. Yeah. So um, um, I'm trying to think if there was. You some... you said one thing. You said uh, if there was one thing you wish they did. Oh, are we done. I was are we done with the finale. I guess. I mean, anything else? Anything I, else? I was got you. Did I? Did I? I know. I I was rambling there for a while, but yeah. Th- no, I mean, I mean, you pretty much covered what I was going to say too. So I I just kind of let you go, but um, I do feel like there was one thing I brought up during the week we were talking about, and I don't remember what it was, where I was like, oh, they should tie it into this o- old character somehow, and I can't Keith? remember what it was. No, it was something else. I don't remember what <laughs> it, it was. I, it would have been, I, I think it, I think the way that this, the way that the Commonwealth is built up in the comics, 
it was a, it was it would have been a really good opportunity to link all these store all these like for sure the CRM and the almost almost like yeah. the Marvel movies like how they have the phases phase yeah. phase one two three like it would have been a really good opportunity to bring it all together but I guess especially because like High School Musical's over so who cares right like you're not they're not doing new seasons of that so yeah. like it wouldn't have, like why not have them part of it like fear. No one gives a shit about fear anyway. Like I was watch, I wa- I tried watching an episode the other day and was like, I, I was fast, I fast forwarded half of it because I didn't care. Like, like I don't know, I, I that you could have done that, but um, yeah, I had I said just something that I was thinking of. If now that this, now that the original Walking Dead is over, if there was one storyline or type of episode that you would have liked to have seen them do that they didn't do what would it be and why you so, go what did you come up with so i went a little bit uh, a little bit left here um of course you did and you know me i'm always about like the practicality of, of zombie apocalypse right okay so they sort of kind of had a a, a bit like this in the episode with Jadis and the trash people where they all turn to zombies and she turns on the giant like scrap grinder. Okay. And all, they all like come walking towards her and then they just fall in the grinder and get ground up. Okay. I, I would have really enjoyed if one of these communities was like, at, at some point during the show, one of the communities, whether it's the Commonwealth or like, because even the Commonwealth, they like went out on missions to clear the dead and like had training missions and stuff. But like, they were just walking up to them and stabbing them, right? Like, like they always would. It would have been cool if they had a systematic way to like, hey, we're gonna lure these things into like a pen, and once it builds up to like twenty-five or fifty zombies. We're going to lure them into this, like, pit of despair where there's, like, a giant set of, like, knives or axes or blades or fire or something just to dispose of these zombies in a systematic way. And, like, I go back to uh, the book, The War of the Worlds. They didn't really do it in the movie, but... In the book, The War of the Worlds, one of the things they did that they handled a zombie horde was there was, like, picture a road that's like, winds up the side of a mountain. Okay. They led them up a mountain, and then they, I think they detonated a blast where there was just a giant chasm, and they were, like, on the upside of the street, and then there's, like, a giant chasm, and then the hordes walking towards them. But obviously the horde just, like, falls off the side of the cliff and, like, falls a thousand feet to their death, like, explodes. And so, like, it's zombies. They're brainless. So, like, you should be leading them into their own death without you having to, like, walk up and stab them, a thou- like, a thousand engage times. Engage them? Yeah. So, okay. like, all I'm saying is that it would, like, if it was me, I would have Didn- liked if one of these communities had, like, a cool systematic way to like not just deal. a one not just a one off yeah and then like like there should like they should have actively avoided hordes 
not like oh shit there's a horde coming towards us like they should have been like managing like a like a say like a 10 mile radius to, so that that never happened okay is kind of like and again that's kind of nerdy <laughs> that's again a little bit of a nerdy answer but like that would have been fun for me i'm just okay. gonna say that so yeah they had, they had, they had a couple of one-offs like that where they led they led some hordes off of cliffs yeah, the and one. Yeah, after after the whole like uh, yeah, the, the whispers. horde got out of the yeah yeah after the horde got out of the uh, the cave the cave in or whatever. Yeah. And then they they tried to do that with um, the start of season six before the saviors with yeah, that horde yeah, with the wolves was... or whatever. They they well, but see, it was already a giant horde, and then they were like, oh, we gotta lead it away because it's a threat. yeah. It was never. It was never. Yeah, they never had a system. I get what you're saying, like a systematic like system. like that pit that that horde was in in season six. Like, yeah. if they had, like, some kind of system where, like, the, the like, the zombies walked right into their own demise. Like, that would have been yeah, fun. Yeah, I see what you're saying. But, anyway, okay. what, what do you, uh, what, what would, what was yours? I'm sure yours is, like, more cogent to an actual <laughs> plot. And not just, uh, like, nerdy zombie stuff. My, like, mine, mine would have been a what-if episode. Like, I don't know how you get there. Like, maybe... <sighs> Maybe similar to the way that they did Rick's final episode where he's bleeding out and he's having these hallucinations, like, talking to people in his life that have died, like, with Shane and um, Herschel, Glenn, and, and Sasha. But, like, kind of a like one of the characters, and I guess it would have to be Rick. Maybe maybe he gets, like, knocked out or he's, he's stuck and in trouble and he's thinking back to, like, what would have happened if, like, certain things would have gone differently. So, for example, like... Uh, like they reshoot the, and it may just be like an episode. Like they reshoot the lineup. Like how how the savior situation would have been handled if like Shane had survived and Rick died, like stuff like that. Or and like, um, I'm trying to think that of would some be other. Cool. Yeah, like or like with the whisperers, like just how you know, or like maybe if if Michonne would have alternate timeline type. Stuff. Yeah, or like if Michonne would have died in that chair um the governor made with his weird doctor friend instead of Andrea. Like does is it you know, Rick and Andrea maybe get together and have a baby like the comic or something. Like just something like that. Like oh just like a I feel like most shows that go this long do something like that. Really? And I, the walking they they never did. Like so the closest that we've really got I think was um again like Rick's hallucinations as he was bleeding out. But it wasn't really it was just conversations he was having with people that had, had died in his uh in his life. So um or like, you know, him hallucinating uh Lori <laughs> Lori calling him in season three of the prison after he went completely batshit crazy. Yeah. But that would have been cool. I just, you know, again, more even yeah, a lot a lot of me is just trying to figure out ways to bring uh John Berthall back as Shane yeah. into into different plot lines. But, like, I think that would have been cool. Or even, like, if maybe Judith dies instead of, uh, like, she dies in the comics. Maybe she dies instead of, like, Carl and, and things. Yeah. So you bring back, again, make, it doesn't have to be, like, a whole season. But, like, maybe an episode, maybe, like, a two-part episode. I think that, that'd be interesting just to, you know, keep something fresh instead of, okay, let's, let's think of the uh, 97th villain group that's within this six-mile radius of Virginia. Yeah, that I get are, that. That our crew has to fight, so that I would have done something like that. Cool, you know, because with the with the with the the zombie factor, I think you can actually make it interesting. Versus like, 
How I Met Your Mother. Oh my God, what if Robin slept with Ted instead of Barney? Huh. Yeah. So that's all I got, man. All right. Good stuff. I uh, which 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 spinoff are you looking most forward to here? Uh, Rick and Michonne for sure, and yeah. then and then Daryl, and then and then Negan and Maggie. Negan and Maggie. Yeah, I think I'm in the same place. I'm I'm, I'm curious to see if Norman can carry a show on his own. Yeah, and what they what they do with it really like. It yeah, could, like I don't I I didn't I haven't looked on IMDb to see who else is going like what other actors and actresses are going to have in this show but like i just assume like most amc shows it's not going to be a bunch of like big name people so yeah um yeah i'll be curious to see how he does as the the main figure because even on walking dead when rick left you thought i I think we thought originally that he was going to be like the guy but they really just spread it out amongst like five five people like they didn't really they really didn't designate anybody as like the new rick as the new leader yeah yeah new focal point yeah, you, I mean, you could probably argue that Negan was more of a focal point than anybody else. Yeah, yeah, probably argue a lot of different things, but okay, um, that's all I got. Uh, yet another show comes to conclusion in twenty twenty two. Yeah, what do you what 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 finale what what series finale have you been most satisfied with between Peaky? Um, uh, let's save it for our year end. Save it for our year end. Uh, all right, okay, we'll save it. Save skis. All right, everyone. Happy Thanksgiving. Thanks for listening, as always. And as we want to do, good talk. See you out there. Big kisses. Sit down. Pull you that first round. You got an open count. Toss it out. Everybody's cold right now. Stir up the crowd. Get you that second round Go on and throw it out Talk about anything that makes you get loud